Hello and welcome to the Iron Works Podcast. I'm Pastor Tyler Warner. And I'm Zachary Grafman. And we are super excited that you guys are here. Our first podcast, we wanted to do a bit of an intro show, um, introduce myself, Tyler, and what we're going to be doing here on the Iron Works Podcast. Um, so Tyler, let's kind of talk about this. This is something new for our church and our ministry. We've been kind of building a, a media ministry where we're able to provide resources and information to the church. And why, let's let's ask this, why a podcast? Why do we feel like we're this is something we wanted to add to this? What's What's important about this that we wanted to put out there? Well, the simple thing is that people listen to podcasts. <laughs> and right. uh, I think that there's something that the church as a whole, has to offer t- that whole world because we do a lot of deep thinking and we do a lot of talking and ought to about the things of God. And in my opinion, and I, I think more than just my opinion, there's a lack, a serious lack of sound teaching on the internet. The Bible talks an awful lot about sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. And that word sound means healthy in the original language. And and I think there's a lot of unhealthy teaching, let's put it that way. There there's a lot of hysteria, there's a lot of just outright lies. There's there's no I don't know if y'all knew this. There is no filter process if you want to be able to get online and talk about things. <laughs> Turns you out you don't have to be qualified. You don't have to be righteous. All the things that the Bible tells us that our teachers ought to be, very easy to get out there and put on a face and especially as we've gone through recent years the coronavirus pandemic, there's been a lot more people online than usual, and I've come across a lot more bad teaching, not even necessarily false teaching, just bad doctrine, poor exegesis, poor Bible study, and I'd like to be able to fill that gap a little bit. From our church as a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Trustville, Alabama, which is where we're from, we wanted to be able to provide the kind of thing I wish that we could send our folks at the church too, if they had questions. Okay, so the short version is it's going to be a theology podcast. So we're going to be providing th- theology, teaching, instruction about how to read, study the Bible, understand doctrine, um, which I'm really excited about. I mean, this is like we've talked about all the time. These are the kinds of conversations that you and me have in your study hanging out anyway. So it's just fun for us to be able to bring those to more people and, and, and invite people into that conversation. And I hope it will be broader than theology as well, And I, mm-hmm. which is, of course, a broad term. We'll do a lot of doctrine, but I can see us also addressing issues that are not necessarily doctrinal, but are related to doctrine or how sound doctrine enables us to answer certain questions. And uh, yeah, you're right. These are the kind of conversations you have when you're in Bible college or when you're just a pastor. And and, uh, these are not just for the leaders of the church, but it's for the laity as well. And it's for uh, those that want to learn more about their Bibles. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's what's going to be kind of my next question is, all right, so this is what we want to do. We're excited about putting more information out there from a solid biblical, <laughs> orthodox, conservative, I guess, meaning conservative theologically perspective. Evangelical. Yeah. Yes. Evangelical. There's an important word. So we're, we want to put out information from that, from our perspective on, on the word and how to study it, how to understand it. So who would that be for? Do you think if you're, if you want to close your eyes and just kind of imagine who do you see kind of on the other side, listening to us uh, with this podcast? Well, certainly I hope anybody, I hope that it's the average Christian, as we say, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. person that has been in church maybe for a long time and has heard sermons on doctrine perhaps or knows a little bit. You know, we know that we believe in the Trinity, for example, and that salvation is by grace. But there are other things that either are accepted or that we question and we're not sure why. And we want to be able to answer the question why. Just for the average believer who wants to go maybe a little deeper than usual. You know, I, I preach every Sunday and Wednesday for the most part and I do a lot of doctrinal 
explaining, but I don't always have enough time to break down all the reasons why we hold to a certain position. Right. And this is, I hope, the place to do that. I also hope we have a lot of folks that we have discipled over the years and, and men that we've trained up and women too, who feel called to be in the ministry. And especially those young men that feel the call to be pastors or missionaries and are going to be teaching the word. There's all kinds of great books, but there's also a place to have somebody explaining it to you in a way that is accessible and that is hopefully engaging and can, at least from, like you said, it's important that we have an, an evangelical Orthodox Christian perspective. We don't have any surprises in our doctrine. And right. there's so many aberrant groups or even just groups that are uh, not our tradition and not our background that it's difficult when you're trying to study about a doctrine so that you can teach it. It's fun to engage in the debate, but sometimes you just want to have somebody explain it to you the way that you understand it, but just to give you the background and the why. So uh, I'm especially hoping this will be beneficial for young preachers to be, I guess you could say, but mm-hmm. also for anybody and and hopefully for other pastors and teachers as well, that maybe they'll see some fresh insights or just be able to bone up real quickly on a certain topic as, as they can just click on one of these and, and hear us give the info. There's a lot of great doctrinal books that I love and they're not so very interesting, but what they are is they're a compendium of all the right verses you need to be reading and right. all the right questions. So they, they're reference books, and I hope that this is not as boring as a reference book, that it, but that it can serve that purpose for people too. Yeah, for sure. And I think both of us had those experiences, you know, as we came up and began to feel called to the ministry and began to be trained and stepping into that. I think one of the one of the best ways to learn when you're at that stage is when somebody who's older and wiser and more experienced in the Lord and more experienced in ministry than you kind of grabs you and brings you alongside them and says, hey, why don't you hang out with me? And I'm going to explain this to you. Or why don't you see how I do this? Or why don't, let's talk about this thing that maybe you need to learn about. Or here's a book that you can read. And though that's how I grew the most. I know that we both have guys that we can think of that provided that for us. And in a sense, we, we almost want to provide something like that, I think, through the podcast as well, to kind of be have something out there where if a young guy is excited, wants to learn, a young girl wants to learn, wants to move forward in their life in ministry and in walking with the Lord, that we're providing something where they can grab and, and just kind of pop in their, their AirPods and, and start downloading as much as we're able to provide and we can even start pointing you to other resources and stuff too. So want to be able to make that an opportunity for people to grow uh, through that. So kind of speaking of, of that, I was talking about our, our kind of calling to ministry. Maybe Tyler, why don't you tell us, I just want to talk a little bit about ourselves for just a minute about how we kind of got here um, in, in terms of ministry, where we're serving right now, where we came from and, and, and kind of how we feel the Lord has called us to be, to be teaching and ministering right now. Sure. So right now, I am the the senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Trussville, Alabama, which is northeast Birmingham. And I've been here since 2018. I was the church planter there, so that's where I am now. But I grew up as a pastor's son in Calvary Chapel, Lynchburg, Virginia. My father, Troy, is still the pastor there at Calvary Chapel, Lynchburg. And uh, I grew up in that house watching him plant the church, being right alongside him and, and learning from him. And when I got a little bit older. I was about 16, I guess 15 or 16. I started serving more or less full-time on the worship team there. I eventually, when I was 18, began leading the youth ministry and went on to do everything from grounds and maintenance and, and driving the tractor to being part of the radio ministry to eventually leading the high school and college ministries and, and leading mission trips and a few other things like that before I came and planted the church. 
I attended Liberty University for school, and I had not intended to be a pastor when I began. In fact, I was a computer science major, and I've told this story many times before, but I just was not happy doing that, and there was nothing else that I wanted to do, so I didn't want to quit because <laughs> I, I I don't want to do this, but I don't want to do anything else, so I might as well not do anything. And so the Lord got me alone. I went to Peaksview Park in Lynchburg, and I just started praying and asking God, what's what's next for my life? What am I supposed to do? Nothing on this majors list at Liberty has anything that appeals to me. And when I die, it's all going to be over. And Ecclesiastes, right? Vanity, yeah. vanity. And I read from Matthew chapter 9, where Jesus said, the, the fields are white unto harvest, so pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Mm. And out loud in my car, sitting up by the tennis courts, I prayed, Lord, I don't want to send out laborers. I want to be a laborer. And that was really, I totally stopped dead because that, that had come out of my mouth. And I had never even thought about doing this before. And so that day was a, a real turning point in my life. And it was confirmed by my several special supernatural providences. And my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, was all on board. The Lord had been preparing her for that too. So I ended up getting a bachelor's degree in what is called pastoral leadership and biblical exposition. It's a really long name basically <laughs> for a, a pastoral degree and minored in Greek and ended up getting my master's of divinity in biblical studies. And then in 2018, came and planted the church here, and we've been doing that ever since. So that's my story. I never really had a, a testimony moment where I came to the Lord that I can remember, uh, whereas in I came down the aisle or something, but I, I truly cannot remember a time where I've not trusted the Lord, I've not believed in Jesus, I've not loved God, and I've not wanted to serve Him with all my heart. And I, I truly believe that the Lord has just sustained me through all that time. And, and so here we are. And that's why I think... Who am I to be doing this podcast? You know, speaking for myself, I'm a pastor. Mm. I'm a pastor. I've been to seminary and I've, I've gotten some doctrinal training. I'm, I'm well read. I've been well instructed by godly men. And I preach the Bible every week. And yeah, for sure. That is the kind of qualification that Scripture tells us to look for, is those that, that know the Word and can teach it. And I think that I have every biblical authority to speak on these matters. And I think also, if you're going to look at it academically, I have some of those credentials as well. So that's that's who I am. And that's why I think uh, the Lord has put us in this position to, to do that. And I also say the Lord put it on our heart. And when God stirs mm. you up to do something, God equips those who are called. And I think God's been equipping me for this for a very long time. And so I'm fully confident and prepared to step out and give a, a church perspective on these things, you know, doctrine that is not severed from the local church and the individual life. So what about you, man? Who who are you to... <laughs> That's me, bro. Who are yeah, you yeah, to, yeah. to come in and be part of this? Oh, I know. I'm going to have less of some of those qualifications. So, um, no, I, you know, kind of similar story. Both of us, you know, we both grew up in a Calvary Chapel context and we're still excited to serve and, and, and work in, in Calvary Chapel. That's, that's kind of my story and testimony is I joke. I was, you know, conceived, born and raised <laughs> in Calvary Chapel churches. Yeah, as, me too. Yeah. As long as I can remember. And I've just been incredibly blessed by that since I was a little kid, you know, I was always given and encouraged opportunities to serve in the church. Um, and from, I, you know, I can remember from being 10 or 12, people would say, well, why don't you go over here? You can help with this. And, and I always grew up and I know you did too. We've talked about this at my memories of growing up were, Hey, if it's Sunday, we're going to be at the church at eight 30 and we're going to, and we're going to stay at the church until, you know, we'll be locking up kind of at the end. And, and that was an awesome, awesome 
way to grow up for me. It was really, it, it kept me walking with the Lord and I learned a lot and I learned from godly men and that was all great. And I, I learned how to walk with the Lord and, and all that. But when I went into college, really similar to you, we both went to Liberty. So when I started at Liberty in 2009, um, I, ministry was not on my mind or my heart at that time. So I started getting a history degree and I was about halfway through that. And I kind of had the similar, com- you know, problem that you did where I just became dissatisfied with the idea of, well, what am I going to do now? And I remember having these conversations with my parents like, so what, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to graduate with this history degree. And then what I go get another history degree. And then what, maybe I teach history and then what, you know, and I, I was kind of frustrated and, um, I started praying about it and I really just started realizing that I was most, I felt most close to the Lord and most like I was fulfilled in doing what I felt the Lord was calling me to do when I was serving at the church where your dad pastored and where you were serving at the time. And I was helping out with different things and, you know, serving in the children's ministry. And then I started volunteering with the high school with you. And I was just realizing, well, I, this is what I want to do. I want to do this. I don't, I don't really want to go be a a history teacher. Nothing the matter with that. But I just started realizing that's not what I wanted to do or what I felt like the Lord wanted me to do. So, um, I just kind of started pursuing that and I got encouraged by people who looked at me and instead of saying, Oh, I don't know, man, like, you know, here's, here's some steps or maybe you should go get this degree or whatever. Your, your dad and other godly men at the church and other places said, well, why don't you just go for that? Like, why don't you just start walking towards that in faith and seeing what doors the Lord opens? So I actually kind of stuck with that history degree because that at least provided me with a degree so I could get a job. And we got married and and I started serving and alongside my wife at the church in Lynchburg um, just every chance that I could get. And, you know, we've always talked about how beneficial it is if you just end up being the guy that says, listen, if the door's open, I'm going to be here and I'm just not going to quit doing stuff until you send me home and, and tell me to quit. And, you know, what started happening is that people at the church were kind enough to start giving me opportunities to serve the Lord in different ways that were really stretching and growing to me. Um, we always joke about the time where uh, I always laugh with you about the time where one time your dad asked me uh, to teach Wednesday night at the church. I'd never taught in front of the whole congregation before. And I got to work the next day. I was working at the university and somebody at work said, oh, well, um, I heard you on the radio. And I said, and I said, um, you, you what? And they said, oh, I heard you on the radio. I said, I didn't. How was it? Yeah, I said, I didn't know that was going to be on the radio. So, you know, just things like that where people would, you know, and that's a big part of how we love doing ministry is that people are given opportunities to serve the Lord and to learn and to grow. And, and by the end of the time that we were in Lynchburg, right before we moved, uh, I was actually, I think I was leading the high school group. I led it for about a year to, to help you out as you were stepping into some other things. And we had just had this amazing time of being able to serve in so many different ways. And the Lord really blessed my family through that church. We, my wife and I grew in the Lord. We learned, you know, what our gifts in the Holy Spirit were and all that. So when you said that you wanted to plant a church and we'd been spending a lot of time together as, as couples, just hanging out and, and enjoying doing ministry together. And you told me that you guys were praying about planting a church. And so I went home. We lived right up the hill from you at that time. I actually literally walked home back to my apartment. That was back when like eight of us we did. from the church all lived within shouting like, distance of yeah, each other. Yeah, and we would all go hang out in your basement because <laughs> you're the only one that had a basement. Um, so we, uh, I walked home and I told my wife, Sarah, I said, hey, I, I think that... Uh, Tyler is, is going to move out and plant a church. And she said, well, I think we should go with him. So I said, all right, let's pray about it. So we prayed about it. And then I came back to you and I said, Hey, wherever you end up going, uh, we, we want to go with you. And that's when you told me, Oh, well, we're thinking about Alaska and also Alabama. And I said, ah, <laughs> but, uh, you the know, first two States in the alphabetical. That's right. You just, you, that's you just how we were going through the process. <laughs> we didn't make it past the first one. No, but, um, I, we moved down 
in 2018 when you guys came down here and helped to plant the church. And I, I genuinely can say this has been the best time of our life as a family, just being able to serve and be part of this. We have had a complete wonderful, wonderful time seeing the Lord work in amazing new ways. And it's been really stretching for me. I've been serving a lot of different ways. Um, and so that's where I am right now. And so I think, you know, I kind of provide the role the way I see it, Tyler, is is you're kind of the pastor and you're serving and you're studying, you're on staff full time. And I'm right now in a bivocational role. I'm serving somewhere else as a, with a full-time job and helping out at the church in a lot of kind of an assistant role of helping with finances and administrative things and studying and teaching when I can. Um, and so I kind of here on the podcast, I want to provide some of that role. There's a lot of this that I'm still learning and studying and, and, and working on. And so that I kind of I think is also really important and I'm providing that kind of voice, I think, to to ask you a lot of questions and, and, and pick up a lot of this. And also, you know, praise the Lord, I've been serving, you know, now for almost a decade of, of time in, in bivocational ministry in church. And I think the Lord's been growing me in that and, and teaching me in that. So I'm excited to to talk about all that stuff as well. Yeah, and I think I ought to mention and you did and I did also, but to be clear, we are uh we are a Calvary chapel. And if you're not familiar with that, it is an evangelical, as we said, Orthodox Christian church. But there are you know, certain distinctives that identify Calvary Chapel mm-hmm. as apart from others. And a lot of it is a philosophy of ministry more than anything else, that there is a, a very entrepreneurial spirit just about to church planting, yep. especially, uh, which is if, if God's called you to do it, then get up and go. And mm-hmm. There's a, a, a an expectation that you will serve whether or not you're a pastor. We place an emphasis on teaching above, I guess you might call preaching, although we do plenty of both. We yeah. teach through the Bible verse by verse, you know, and then there's some doctrinal distinctives, none of which are too are too crazy or surprising. You know, we believe in the gifts of the spirit, we believe in the pre tribulational rapture. Uh, kind of a middle ground between Calvinism and Arminianism. And we will talk about all this in, in detail. And I'm sure oh, there's sure. There, I mean these stories that we're telling, there's a million more that we could tell and a million more details that I'm sure and I hope will be given over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I'm so excited to be getting into this. And and uh, I mean, let, let's just, we want to talk about what we can really expect moving forward and what kind of things that uh, we'll be doing on the show. Yeah, why don't you like, so, because I know we've been, we've been looking forward to this and getting ready for this for a really long time. So I'm super excited to start getting into some of these. We've kind of already laid out for ourselves. Here's a couple of maybe, I don't know what you want to call them, seasons or, or kind of units together that we want to go down. I think the first one that we're excited to do is is the canon of scripture. Why don't you, why did we go with the canon first? Because obviously we could have started anywhere. What, what do you think is so important about starting with the canon? What's a canon anyway? And why is that where we start? Oh, we're going to start with the canon because the the Bible is our standard for doctrine, for, right. for belief and behavior. And... Um, we need to know what what Bible is the right Bible. So yeah. that that right there shows you uh, the first thing that you'll be able to expect and 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 where we place the priority. We're going to talk about the the scripture, but we're going to look at first the doctrine of scripture, and that's what you'll you'll see is these series that will break down components of doctrine. I guess you could say the the pieces of the classic systematic theology, but I'm sure we'll go much more narrow than that. Sometimes we might go broader than that. But we'll, we'll take, for example, to use this first one that we're planning here, and if all goes according to plan, we'll start by defining what the canon is, looking at the attributes of Scripture, taking time to look at the history of the Bible, how do we go through the translation process, mm-hmm. what is textual criticism, and and eventually how to interpret and apply the Bible to your life. And that, I think we have seven of them 
scheduled. You know, it's a it's a holy number. It's a good place. <laughs> it's a good way to start. But that's the the first thing you'll see, and I think that'll be probably the main diet of what we do is let's take a doctrinal issue and let's lay out what we believe, why we believe it. Take some time to discuss it. I hope it'll also be encouraging and and edifying to your soul, not just to your brain. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna begin with the canon. I would love to do one on on. Uh, the Trinity is another one of my favorite topics, gifts of the spirit. I mean, some of them are going to be more practical. You know, we're going to talk about, I'd love to do one on uh, worship ministry. I've been a music minister, worship leader for a very long time, and I've got an awful lot to say about it. And, um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how we'll structure it is we'll do series of, of rather the first one is seven. So of about that longish uh, of breaking down some some major doctrinal matters. Yep. And so as we kind of go, and that's, you know, for, for you and me, I think that's one of the things that we were most excited about when we started talking about, okay, we could do a podcast. What will we talk about? And to us, we thought that the big, the thing that I think we feel um, it is needed is, I don't want to say missing because that, that seems to, that's me saying that no one is doing this and only we're here to save everybody, yeah, which is wrong. Let me jump in and say, but, I, I, you know, we... I think a lot of the the church can get a lot of flack that is not deserved, and and sure. I think many cases what we are criticizing when we criticize the church is we're criticizing either do- denominations that have completely fallen away or very public ministries, mm-hmm. and I think that that is one of the advantages of what we're doing is most or not most but many of the average Christian evangelical churches are are doing what they should be doing and talking about it. Oh, yeah. And we want to be a voice for that group, the the those that are being faithful and are actually talking about all the things that nobody says anybody's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think that's what we we started. We were laying stuff out. We said, well, what is, you know, what what do we get excited about talking about? What do we what do we hope that again, what do we hope that average believers and the young guys and gals getting into ministry, what do we hope they would have on their minds and their hearts? And what do we want to have them be thinking about? And those are the kind of things that we want to start doing these series about. So that's going to be kind of our main diet, right? Our, our meat and potatoes is let's pull out a doctrine or a big ministry or, or a theology topic and discuss it in depth. Now, how about as we break those up, what are some of the things that we wanted to do? I know we talked about book reviews. We talked about some interviews, maybe some live streams. What are the, what are the other things that we want to kind of lay in in between those big topics? Yeah, I, I really want to do some book reviews. For you sure. Know, every every tradition of, of godly teachers will tell you that you need to read mm-hmm. because we are not the first Christians to live. And there have been great godly men in every generation Mm. that have written things down and that we believe without question, without realizing maybe that these were matters that had to be hard fought over long ago. So I want to make sure that we give book reviews and, uh, you know, there's, if somebody says it better than I do, I I want you to go read that, that guy, you know, (laughs) and I think we'll also be able to, for those of you that especially fall within the Calvary Chapel family, I I don't want to call them, uh, you know, warnings, but just to say, you know, that this is the doctrinal perspective that this fellow comes from, or he might be really great on this issue, but watch out on, on this thing here. Um, I intend to be mostly positive, though. I, I don't see us, you know, necessarily grabbing some horrible book and tearing it to pieces unless we really need to. But mm. there are so many other good teachers. We want to be able to introduce those. And, and related to that, I'd love to get some of the authors of these books on the on the podcast if we could. And I'm that's ambitious, maybe. But there, there's plenty of great men that are doing the hard work and writing the the tough stuff and doing the, 
the academic deadlifts, so to speak, that let's get them on and let's talk to them. And there's, I, we've found in ministry very often just a phone call or an email can take you to places you never really quite thought you would. So I'd love to have some interviews to get some other great pastors on the on the podcast and men that we respect and look up to and maybe even folks that we, we respectfully and charitably disagree with and, and sort through some of these questions and, and see and you know, who knows what, what else could come. Maybe we will do some live streams and do some Q&A and depending on if some folks are, you know, are listening yeah. <laughs> and if we get some people that are paying attention to it and, and have some questions. So I can see all kinds of things coming out of this and it's, it's, it's beginning just by this simple little discussion and I could see us maybe moving to video at some point and, and, and trying all sorts of things. So, uh, you know, the sky's the limit and I think we've, I hope we don't box ourselves into a point where we feel like we can't try new things. Yeah, for sure. And and I think I liked one thing that you said just to jump on when you were talking about how we mostly wanted to be talking about things that we liked or thought were good. I mean, I we I know we've talked a lot about where we feel like a, a hole or an opportunity for more discussion in terms of believers doing podcasts about the word and about the the Bible and doctrine is, you know, I think there's a lot of folks right now who have covered the area of what we don't believe or what we don't like or whatever. But what I I'm excited about is, okay, well, what, what should we believe? Who should we read? That's it. You know, how, how should we understand the Bible and what's positively right and good to think? And, you know, I, I love, I love being able to introduce people to a book and say, you know what, you, you're not going to agree with all this, but here's where this person's dead on and, and they love the Lord. So have at it. And if there's anything you disagree with, you know, the Lord's going to show you that. So uh, that's kind of the attitude that we want to approach this stuff with. And ch- I guess in charity would be the right, you know, way to look at it. Right. And, and just see what, what is the Lord doing and how can we understand how to, how to build our, our faith, our doctrine, our theology well, um, so that we don't have to be afraid or, or running around worried about things. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, for all that. And I think there's going to be a lot of extra reading that we'll be doing, which is great. I always enjoy a good excuse to get some assigned reading. So Absolutely. And I'll, I'll say too, one of the things that was huge for me as a younger man getting into the ministry was being in a room where people were talking to you like you were seriously called to the work of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Going to a Absolutely. pastor's conference and hearing messages that are intended for pastors, being in a room at Liberty University with other men that wanted to be in ministry and seeing good men come in and and talk about it. Like that was so encouraging for me and was so exciting for me. One of the ways that I knew that I was called was I get so fired up at the thought of being one of these guys. And I'm hoping that there will be some of that for you that listen, that you'll, you'll get to be in the room with some of the things that we talk about and not I, we, we're not trying to put out any weird ideas that are going to try to steal you away. We want to, we don't want to innovate. Right. We want to be able to maybe to give you a fresh look and, and hear the right things in a fresh way. But also that those of you who are listening, if this is the kind of thing that really lights your fire, it could be the Lord stirring your heart to go and pursue this on your own and, and not be dependent upon us, but of course to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit. Because there is a place in First John where he says, you have no need that anybody should teach you. Mm. For you all have the same teacher, which is the Holy Spirit, and we all have the same anointing. So I, I hope that we can take some of these things that can seem difficult and seem esoteric and seem like the kind of thing you just got to nod your head and believe. It's good to nod your head and believe. Yep. But to understand why and to see where in scripture we get that from and to, to talk, knock down a couple strong men about certain positions we have and and hopefully just to be a a solid I don't know just a just a solid plow just like a, I think like a plow horse just walking the, the straight furrow turning around and coming back the other way and not doing anything flashy or crazy just to uh 
to strengthen those that already believe. And, and hopefully those of you that listen and are curious about what Christians believe, you can hear this in a manner that's not going to hopefully be inflammatory. Hopefully it's not going to be just trying to get clicks and trying to get you know people <laughs> angry, but to speak the truth in love, as yeah. Jesus told us to do. Well, I think in a word, I, I, we want to encourage people and edify them. You know, we want to build you up. And if if this is something where you're you're studying the word on your own and you're excited about the Lord and the gospel and you want to learn more, you know, like you said, that changed my life when somebody brought me to a place that I didn't really belong in and said, hey, you should hang out with us and, and hear about what we're doing in ministry. Like that literally that, that altered the, the course of my life, you know, and I want to be able to provide that for other people and, and to encourage people who are wondering, oh man, maybe I'm called to this, but I don't know. And to to help point them to the Lord. And, and that's, you know, where you're going to draw your strength and your your knowledge all from is going to be from from the Lord and from the word. So I we don't want to ever act as like, I don't know, I would never want to be discouraging people in that. I want to be encouraging them to, yeah, absolutely, you can do this. Here's the here's the things you should study and the ways to show yourself approved so that you you know you can be blessed and keep keep going on in ministry. So I'm excited to be able to encourage people in that stuff. Yeah, and I guess a final thing that I'll say here is we should not be a replacement for your pastor or your church. <laughs> yes, you, you need absolutely. to be at a place where they can instruct you and teach you, and you can be part of the community. And you know, we don't ever want to be used as a as a bat to beat down another man of God because mm. he's not doing it like we do. And I think that that's important. We want to be very pro-church because we are very pro-church because Jesus is very pro-church. And I, I hope that people will be edified and encouraged and gain a depth of knowledge and learn how to study their Bible and how to do theology, but also that they will take that to their congregation and that they will be be salt and light even among their own their own folks, because we're not trying to do anything to, to break anybody up, but just to build up what the Lord has brought together. So pray for us, you know, pray yeah, for us, please. because this yeah. is a, a fearful thing to handle the Word of God, and we do it with confidence because we believe we have the Holy Spirit, as the Word has told us, but we also know that there are folks that are going to listen to this, and that there are people that are mm-hmm. going to take us seriously. So be a Berean, go home and test these things according to the Scriptures, not according to your favorite guy, but according to the Scriptures. <laughs> And, uh, and pray for us that the Lord will help us as we, as we rightly handle the word of truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. You know, we've been, like you have said, we've been thinking and praying about doing this for a long time. And so to finally be in a place where we can do this as a church and it's, it's something that we can put out there as a ministry to serve other people is, is just, this is what we love to do. And, and we're totally excited about that. Um, so yeah, please pray for us. Um, you should be seeing really soon episodes starting up about the canon and we'll go from there. So we're excited to get into this stuff uh, and, and to talk about it and to start building each other up and, and learning and moving forward with the Lord with you guys. So hope yeah. you guys are ready. And the rest of them will not be like this one. You know, this is much <laughs> right. more just personal and conversational. The others are, uh, you can expect them to have a pretty definite uh, point and they'll be longer than this, I would imagine. Uh, as we take the time necessary to fully flesh out what it is we're discussing. And um, yeah, it, it should be coming up real soon, talking about the canon of Scripture. In the meantime, I'll just say we do have our website, ironworksmedia.org. We have all kinds of resources there. The uh, the teaching through the Bible that I've done since we planted the church in Alabama, we've got teaching through Luke and Acts and a lot of Romans, Genesis and Exodus, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, We've also got some books that you can check out. There's free articles you can download. Uh, there's videos on our YouTube channel. And I hope that you'll take advantage of that. Most of it is free. And you can find it, again, at ironworksmedia.org. 
yeah, want to start making that a, a hub kind of of resources for everybody. So please check all that stuff out and we'll, you'll see us adding more and more to that um, as, as we move forward. So excited to, to get this going uh, and looking forward to talking to you guys about the canon. We will see you guys really soon. Thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you all very much. We'll see you next time.